0: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to game bet match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're in the bullpen with Adam, the Bull. Welcome one and all to the latest edition of the bullpen with Adam, the bull brought to you by bet rivers, lot to get to On today's podcast, we'll talk about the latest in Browns practice, who's practicing, who's not, and who may be the starting quarterback for both teams in the battle between the Cardinals and Browns in Cleveland this Sunday. Plus, a legend in college basketball passes away, the baseball season ends with a first-time champ, and I'll pick all the games this week in the NFL, as I do every week. All the games will be picked. All your answers will be given right here in the bullpen with Adam, the bull brought to you by bet rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam, the bull. Let's jump into what's happening with the Browns. We'll start there. Uh, Deshaun Watson practiced yesterday for the first time in a couple of weeks. Remember he got ruled out on Wednesday last week. After leaving the game against the Colts early after five plays where he looked like he couldn't possibly throw uh, on Tuesday's podcast, which I put out, yesterday uh, Tuesday afternoon after the trade deadline, I obviously was angry about the Browns not making a move at quarterback. A lot of people suggested, well, maybe the reason they're not making a move is because they think Deshaun Watson's going to be ready to go. Well apparently that's the case. However, as I said Tuesday, I'll believe he could play at a winning level when I see it. Uh, now if he comes out there, if he starts this Sunday, which possible because he did practice on Wednesday and he balls out and he plays like a winning quarterback, okay, Browns were right and I'm wrong. I'll happy to be happy to say it. I'm not afraid to admit when I've made a mistake. However, uh, I don't have a lot of optimism for that. I saw a couple of people, my man Hayden Grove from Cleveland.com, saying, well, the, the throws look sharper yesterday. Okay, I mean, I feel like everybody was saying that when he was practicing before the Indy week. And now we're going to say, well, but they look sharper this week. None of it matters. What he does in a bubble indoors, I don't care. On Sunday, it's, gonna, it's actually not going to be that cold. There's not going to be controlled climate in a bubble. It'll probably be like 50-something degrees at game time. You know, uh, is he going to play? I don't know. Can he play at a winning level? I find that hard to believe right now. First of all, he wasn't playing that great before he got hurt. Now, he did play well in that Titans game. Then he got hurt, and we haven't seen him. We've we, we've barely seen him play since then. He's thrown five passes, and they didn't look good. And that was just two weeks ago. So I find it hard to believe that he's going to play at any kind of high level when two weeks ago he looked like he could barely throw the ball. But crazier things have happened. Deshaun Watson's a tough guy. He's a great athlete, and maybe he is able to bounce back quicker. I do think even if he does play on Sunday against the Cardinals, we're kind of going to be holding our breath the entire time. Speaking of holding your breath, we'd all like to win ten thousand bucks that make you hold your breath, right? Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. I'd love to win $10,000 in bonus money, but I'm not eligible. You are. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. We don't know who's starting for the Cardinals this Sunday either. Uh, Josh Dobbs had been their starter. He's traded to Minnesota. Kyler Murray's been hurt since the middle of last year. He's close to coming back. I would assume he's going to be active. We don't know. It does look like Clayton Toon, the rookie who was drafted. Uh, I can't remember now if he was drafted one pick before DTR or one pick after. I can't remember now. Stop my head. But I know they were drafted back to back. I think 199, 200. Clayton Toon, probably the starter. They also have a vetty, veteran journeyman, Jeff Driscoll on their practice squad. So it's, I mean, if Kyler Murray's ready to be activated, then I would think they'll start him. If he's not, then he'll probably remain. They have to activate him to the roster by next Wednesday, not this week. And so it's possible he starts. It's possible he's the backup. It's possible he's not even activated and they go with the veteran Jeff Driscoll as the backup. We'll see. The Browns, we do know, Kevin Stefanski said yesterday, it would not be DTR. He announced yesterday that, If Deshaun Watson cannot go, they will remain with P.J. Walker as the quarterback. I have beat up P.J. Walker the last couple of weeks. I don't want to pile on. Let me just say this about P.J. Walker in a positive frame of mind, because I've been very negative about him, which is fair. He's not a very good quarterback, but I want to say something positive about P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker has played his ass off, okay? He has been a grinder. He's fought and scraped for every opportunity he's had in the NFL. I'm sure the guys respect him. He's a tough guy. He plays hard. You know, he's not out there as you know. Some he he doesn't look scared when he's out there. He uh, it doesn't look like the moment's too big for him. He's just not that good a quarterback in the you know in, compared to other NFL quarterbacks. Compared to most human beings, he's a great quarterback. But compared to NFL quarterbacks, he's not. But I respect him. I don't know the man personally, but I respect him. And I think my, I've been trying, trying to work on my language when it comes to players. Sometimes we can be kind of heartless and callous and you don't think of players as human beings sometimes when you're just talking about them all the time. And so, you know, I'm trying to soften up the language a little bit. You can, you can be, make a point, uh, which I have on BJ Walker without being too mean to the guy personally. So, you know, again, uh, I respect the effort, but the talent's just not good enough. And and I, I think the Browns, if Deshaun Watson can't go, I, I was hoping they'd give DTR another shot this week. But obviously, that's not going to happen. They just don't feel like he's ready to play, even though when they traded Josh Dobbs earlier in the season, the assumption was that he'd be ready to play if necessary, but clearly he they felt like he wasn't. They threw him in that game. They put him in a bad spot against Baltimore. He was lousy in that game. And now they said, well, we can't do that again. So we'll keep going with P.J. Walker, who in his career has six touchdowns, 18 turnovers, and for this season has one touchdown and six turnovers. At least he threw a touchdown this past week. They're playing the Cardinals. The Browns, if you look at the latest Bet Rivers, a point spread on this game, I just looked at it about whatever, right before we started the podcast. The Browns were an eight-point favorite at home they should win this game even with PJ Walker. Now, if Kyler Murray ends up playing, that's going to change things. It'll be his first game in a long time. The Browns will still be favored, but that line will move if Kyler Murray plays. But the assumption is that he won't go this week. So the Browns get a break that uh, it's one more week before he goes. I, if I had to bet today, I, if I had to bet today on whether or not uh Sean Watson plays, my my I was going to quickly say no but I just with the Browns of this whole situation you never know I'm going to say that Deshaun Watson is not going to play but I I don't feel strongly about that it's it's entirely possible that they announced today that he plays it will probably be a last minute decision it's not a great situation even if he's close to ready I'd almost rather sit him this week and then use him next week against Baltimore. Although, on the other hand, you could argue that maybe he needs to get his feet wet, I guess, or re-wet, pause a little bit, Um, you know, before he plays a really good team at Baltimore, and what a good landing spot, but one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in football, in Arizona. It's a tough call. In the end, it depends how he feels. Listen, if if they feel like he can make the throws, they're probably going to start him this week. They did that two weeks ago. It didn't go well. Now, they ended up winning the game anyway, but it didn't go well for Deshaun Watson. Hopefully, if he does somehow play this week, I mean, it can't go really much worse than it did against Indy. Uh, I guess he could get knocked out after one play instead of five. Uh, I do think the Browns are going to win, and I do think they'll cover even with P.J. Walker. Now, I got to make this pick on Thursday. I'm assuming that P.J. Walker – I'm assuming it's going to be P.J. Walker against Clayton Toon. If it's P.J. Walker against Clayton Toon, I like the Browns to cover. If it's Deshaun Watson against Clayton Toon, I like the Browns to cover. If Kyler Murray plays, I might take the Cardinals with the points, but the points would move. I mean, certainly if I heard Kyler Murray was playing and the line was still eight, I would would probably jump on it there. But uh, I just think the Cardinals are going to have a really hard time scoring in this game with a rookie quarterback and and the Browns defense that overall has played pretty, you know, very well. So I'll take the Browns minus eight in this game. Um, I got them winning something like 24-10, 24-9. I think the Browns will score enough. They'll run the ball a decent amount. You know, the Cardinals are really bad. And so if P.J. Walker is going to have – if P.J. Walker is going to have a decent game – and if he can't have a decent game against Arizona, I don't know when he can do it. You know, it felt like last week he had a decent game, right? And he still had two interceptions, a fumble, and completed less than fifty percent of his passes, and that felt like a decent game for him. If he's gonna have a real, by normal measures, decent game, you'd think it would come this week. We shall see. But as time as as the this podcast is is being recorded as of now. There, you know, we we don't know for sure who's starting for either team. I gave you the information that we have. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson was throwing yesterday in camp. It is entirely possible, but I, I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm taking the Browns minus eight. I think they're going to win this game, even if Kyler Murray wins, even if Kyler Murray plays. I think the Browns will win. Uh, the Browns should win. I think if Kyle Murray did play, the Cardinals are more likely to keep it a game, though. Certainly. I'll get back to football in, in just a few minutes. Um, I'm going to pick the rest of the games this week based on the point on the Bet Rivers point spreads. Congratulations, though, to the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers World Series champions for the first time became the first team in the history of baseball to win all uh, 11 road playoff games, which is amazing. To go a perfect 11-0 on the road, it's a great story. You know, the Rangers got off to a fantastic start. Um, And then for much of late July or August into early, mid-September, they were playing lousy baseball. They kind of righted the ship just at the end. Uh, finished tied for first and lost a tiebreaker to the Astros, so they were a, they were a wild card team. Uh, but you know the last wild card team won uh, 89 games and they won ninety, so they I mean they barely made the playoffs in the end. But in the playoffs, they were a completely different team. They were back to the team that we saw in the first half of the year. Our old buddy here in Cleveland, my old uh, buddy Austin Hedges part of a world series championship team and it's always cool when a team that hasn't won in forever i'm hoping the guardians will be that next team sometime soon the guardians are looking for a manager right now they've met with craig council um and a number of others craig council if you may remember was my first choice to become the guardians new manager uh I think in the end, he'll end up staying in Milwaukee or going to the Mets. But I, I like that the Guardians are doing the due diligence here. And the biggest story in the offseason, of course, is going to be what happens with Shohei Ohtani. What is that contract going to look like? How much will the fact that he is not going to, be able to pitch in 2024 and only hit affect how big that contract is? I mean, it's still going to be. A massive, massive contract, and it's, it's going to be fascinating to see where he ends up. But congratulations to the Rangers. They had a great season. By the way, Marcus Simeon of the Rangers played every single game the Rangers played this year, regular season and postseason. He played in every single game. That's an Iron Man right there. And congratulations to Corey Seager, who becomes just the fourth player in the history of baseball, um, along with Bob Gibson, Sandy Koufax, and Reggie Jackson, to win his second MVP. Those are the only four players ever to win multiple MVPs in the World Series. Multiple World Series MVPs. Quite clutch. Corey Seager, great, great addition. Nate Evaldi, great addition by the Rangers. Um, so the Rangers did a good job. To college basketball, where legendary coach Bobby Knight passed away. Listen, I'm not going to be a phony. I was never a fan of Bobby Knight. I didn't like his antics. Um, I'm a fiery guy and a crazy guy. I thought he crossed the line a number of times, so I'm not going to come on and be phony and just say complimentary things. I'm going to put that out there because obviously I I was not a fan. However, the man has, was in my mind, even though I didn't like him, the best college basketball coach of all time. I mean, uh, now I shouldn't say of all time of my lifetime, the John Wooden. Was still, you know, was coaching more before my time, into my early years. John Wooden's probably the greatest coach of all time. Certainly, Mike Shashevsky and the others. But I, but Bobby Knight, for the coaches I paid attention to when I was paying co- uh, attention to college basketball, and as a kid in the '80s, I was really into college basketball. And Bobby Knight was a, was a great coach. He co- was involved with the Olympic team. He certainly had an eye for talent. Uh, there's no doubt that the guy was a legend, an absolute legend in his sport. And, can, you know, not that his family's listening to me or anything, but condolences uh, to his family uh, for the passing of Bobby Knight. All right, on a much lighter note, let's go rapid fire with all the picks for for this week in the NFL. Here we go. I gave you the Thursday night I picked the other day. I already told you I like the Browns plus eight. Bringing up the latest Bet Rivers point spreads. Here we go. I'll give you all the picks, uh, including, yeah, let's include the Monday nighter. Nah, I'll do the Monday nighter on uh on the Sunday podcast after the Browns game. Here we go. Uh, the 9.30 a.m. game in Frankfurt, Germany, despite Mad Dog being a losing his mind. I'm just not going to say anything. I'll just keep it to myself. All right. Uh, I, I, the Chiefs were awful in, against the Broncos last week. I find it impossible to believe the Chiefs will be terrible two weeks in a row. Uh, Dolphins are really good. The home team, technically the chiefs of the home team, but it doesn't really matter. The games in Germany. I just don't believe Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs will play poorly two weeks in a row. So as much as I like the Dolphins too, the game's a s- close to a pick em. As I said, only a one and a half point favorite chiefs. I'll take the chiefs in this one. Sunday, one o'clock Vikings at the Falcons. Falcons are a four and a half point favorite. This game will feature. We were talking about the Browns and Cardinals with some weird quarterbacks. Falcons Vikings. It's going to be Jaron Hall, a rookie from Minnesota. And Taylor Heineke, a journeyman veteran for Atlanta, going in this one. I'm going to go with Heineke. The Vikings have been scrappy, but they're done without Kirk Cousins. They can't. Now they did trade for Josh Dobbs, but it looks like it'll be Hall this week. Uh, I'm going with Taylor Heineke. Uh, good running game in Atlanta that should be better. They should be performing more. at defense has been pretty good overall. I'll take the Vi- the Falcons minus four and a half. Seahawks at the Ravens. The Ravens are a six point favorite. Love the Seahawks in this one. One of my best bets. I know they got to travel across the country, but generally they've done well in these situations. They found a way to win last week against the Browns, even though their offense didn't play well. Uh, They made some plays down the stretch, and they've been a weird team. They've struggled in the red zone lately. I think they'll break out of that. This is a good, talented offense. I think, you know, clearly the Ravens could win this game, and the Ravens are playing very well. They blew out the Lions two weeks ago. But I think it's a close game. I think this is a field goal game either way. No way I'm laying six with Baltimore. Even if they win, it's going to be close. I'll take the Seahawks plus six. I love them. Uh, Rams at the Packers. Packers are favored by three and a half. This game's tricky because we don't know who's playing for the Rams. Uh, Matthew Stafford is banged up. Packers can't score, though. I'm going to take the Rams in this one. Even if Stafford doesn't play, I like them to keep it close. And you got to lay three and a half. I'm not laying three and a half with Jordan Love. They can't do anything. So I'll uh, I'll take the Rams on the road in this one, plus the three-and-a-half. Commanders at the Patriots, this is an awful game. Uh, both teams are not very good, but I'll go with the underdog again. I, I, the Patriots are terrible. They're the worst team in the AFC. Uh, the Commanders, I know they traded from their defensive line. I get it. Their offense played well last week. I like them to, again, at the very least, lose a close game, and you're getting more than three. So I'll take the Commanders plus three-and-a-half. Saints at home against the Bears. The Bears are a disaster. Uh, they made the stupid trade. They're trading for Montez Sweat. I don't understand. They're, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Why would you give him a second-round pick? That you could If you want to spend a lot of money, you got a lot of cap space, you could have got him in free agency. I don't understand that. Saints are really starting to come together. Derek Carr's playing better. The defense overall has been really good. I'll lay the eight with the Saints at home against the Bears. Uh, last 1 o'clock game, Buccaneers at the Texans. The game's in Houston. The Texans are favored by three. I'm not really – both these teams are going in the wrong direction right now. Buccaneers have lost four of five. Texans just lost – gave Carolina their first win last week. This is a tough game to pick. To me, this is a stay away. If I had to pick, I'll take the Texans at home, but I I don't love this. This is my weakest feel of any of the games this week is the Texans. uh, Four o'clock games. Colts at the Panthers. What a a boring game. I'll take the Colts laying the two and a half on the road. Panthers are terrible despite getting their first win last week. Another awful game Sunday at four o'clock. The Giants and the Raiders. The Raiders are a one and a half point favorite. These are awful teams. The Raiders fired their coach. The Giants are a disaster. Uh, But Daniel Jones, I think, is going to play. I think. I can't, you know, some of these these uh, quarterback situations are tricky. But last I checked, uh, da- Daniel Jones was probably going to play. So if Daniel Jones plays this now, if the Tommy DeVito character plays, um, yeah, I mean, I- I'm assuming Daniel Jones is going to play this week. So I- I'm definitely going to take the Giants. This seems like a no brainer to me. I know the Raiders at home. Maybe they get some, they get fired up off their coach getting fired because McDaniel's is a bum. But I, I don't know. Uh, this seems obvious to take the Giants here I guess nothing's obvious with the Giants Cowboys and Eagles that's the feature four o'clock game Eagles are a three-point favorite at home against the Cowboys good game but the Eagles uh, I believe in the Eagles having the Cowboys number I'll take the Eagles minus three and finally Sunday night football again we'll save the Monday uh, for the Sunday podcast Sunday night football Bills at the Bengals uh Bill I I I listen the Bengals right now look like the team that I picked to win the Super Bowl before the season. They played uh, as well as they can play last week against San Francisco blew them out. They're at home, they've had the Bills number. I think the Bengals win the game and if they do they probably win by at least, you know, three points. So I'll take the Bengals in this one. Love the Bengals here. I think they're going to win the game second straight quality win this time at home. That's it for this week, uh, or not for this week, because I'll be with you on Sunday. Remember, uh, when you listen to the podcast, go, whether it's you can watch, listen on Spotify, um, or you can watch here on YouTube, of course, Apple Pods, all the other places. But uh, I like to feature Spotify and, of course, YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, the alert bell. You get alerts when I put out a new podcast. Please don't forget to do that hit that subscribe button. I'll be, uh, I'll be doing a podcast Sunday right after the Browns-Cardinals game. We'll react to that. That's it for now. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. We'll talk to you next time. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.